Man, if you thought last week was really good, then you need to tune into this week. This week is going to be off the chain. Last week, we started part one of navigating communication challenges and equipping you with effective strategies, you know, for a healthy and constructive dialogue. And we know that helped a lot of people. But if you thought last week was off the chain, this week is really, really, really going to be mind blowing. You have to tune in this week. Get ready. Welcome to Beyond Happily Ever After. Real talk for today's couples with Mike and Carol Bird. Get ready to dive into the world of modern relationships as we challenge the status quo, debunk myths, and uncover the truth about building a fulfilling and lasting partnership. Join us for thought-provoking conversations, practical advice, and inspiring stories that will transform the way you view and approach your relationship. Whether you're newlyweds or have been together for years, this podcast is your guide to deepening emotional connections, fostering trust, and unlocking the true potential of your love. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and get ready to go beyond happily ever after with Mike and Carol Bird. Beyond happily ever after, real talk for today's couples starts now. Welcome back to another insightful episode of Beyond Happily Ever After, real talk for today's couples. Wow. Today we are diving into part two of the topic, navigating communication challenges and equipping you with effective strategies for healthy and constructive dialogue. It's important for you to recognize and respect these differences in communication, to recognize them in your spouse when you are communicating with your spouse, and to recognize their preferences on how they listen within a relationship. So by understanding and adapting to each one's unique style, couples can foster effective and harmonious communication and that's what we all want we all want to be in a relationship where we can effectively communicate that doesn't mean that we won't have conflicts that doesn't mean that things are not going to rise up but you want to be able to talk like we got some sense that's right we want to be able to talk (laughs) like we got some sense we want to be able to talk without chopping each other up and making each other for dinner you know, cooking vittles on with your spouse. We need to be able to have this communication. Yes. That's a win-win for us all. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I hundred uh, percent agree with you because one thing we always say when we talk to couples in our coaching sessions that I want to understand you and be understood yes. by you, and you want to understand me and be understood by me. So it is crucial for couples to develop mm-hmm. strong communication skills to ensure that their message is understood. Yes, The message is understood. It has to be. When another person doesn't understand you, you cannot expect them to get it if they do not understand you. 
Okay. And their needs and desires are expressed in a constructive and loving manner. Mm -hmm. This is the reason why we want to have good, strong communication, because if we don't, we're going to miss getting our needs met. Yes. We're going to miss meeting the other person's needs. Mm -hmm. And this is so, so, so important in communication. Absolutely. I agree with everything that you said. Uh, you know, when you said that, it just made me stop and think is that we're going to miss so much. And a lot of times we're not looking at what we are missing on a daily, mm -hmm. a weekly, mm -hmm. a monthly and a yearly basis with one another mm -hmm. because we don't understand one another. Right. Because we never learn how to communicate. So, you know, when we shut down, I go to my room, you go to your room. Mm -hmm. You go to bed one time, I go to bed another time. We don't even make love anymore yeah. because we haven't been able to communicate. I put dinner on the table and you can just go on and eat. You go to your corner. We are missing so much mm -hmm. from one another because we have never learned how to understand one another. That is good. That we is so we good. just think about how much mm -hmm. in life. You know, I want you to stop what you're doing because we know you got your pens and papers after last the last episode. Yes. But I want you really to stop and think about it. What have you missed hmm. because you don't understand your partner? What have you missed? Hmm. How many opportunities have you missed? Mm -hmm. How many moments when you should have been exchanging, you know, good love, exchanging great ideas and exchanging so many things and visions that we lost because we just didn't understand. Yeah. And that is so true. It reminds me in, in one of the books that we've written. If you miss a moment, you miss an hour. Yes. If you miss an hour, you miss a day. If you miss a day, you miss a week. You miss a week, you miss a year. Ooh. And it goes on and on and on and on. So how many missed opportunities that, have we had mm -hmm. in those moments, seconds and hours and days and weeks that we've missed so much that we so should have been much. having with our partner? You know, and sometimes, and you know, and right in that vein, so many times in a relationship, because we've missed so much, then we walk with this resentment. And then, you know, and it shows up manifesting as anger and all of these things, and we're frustrated. And then, God forbid, if one of us left this earth too soon, mm -hmm. then the one that's left behind has nothing but regrets. Yeah. Because the times when they should have been learning one another, understanding one another, connecting with one another, they spent it being angry. Mm. And that is so, they spent, so, Oh my so, God. So many couples yeah. come to us. You know, the hardest sessions are the couples that come to us and all they want to do is fight. Yeah. Now you come That's to get tragic. help. It's so tragic. It is. You come to get help, but in the middle of getting help, help can't even get a word in because you are so busy attacking one another. Mm -hmm. That's something to look at because what are you missing? Do you know the value that you're missing by even trying to understand your spouse, to learning about them? Because you never know what your spouse has encountered mm -hmm. prior to you, maybe growing up through their belief systems and their experiences. So many things that we miss that once we take the opportunity and the time to understand one another, mm -hmm. you'll find out a whole lot about your spouse. A lot, a lot. Yes. So let's start here by addressing some common communication challenges. And one of the key issues that couples face is ineffective listening. You know, we talked about last um, 
Last episode, we talked about that listening. But this ineffective listening, see, often we are too focused on formulating our response rather than truly understanding our partner's perspective. You know, I, I, I think about that when we are, and think about this and formulating your thoughts is that instead of listening, you thinking about your rebuttal. Mm-hmm. Instead of listening, you thinking about what you're going to say next. Yeah. You thinking about how this income, this outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm. You thinking about how you're going to be right. How am I going to prove my point? So you're not even listening because you're formulating in your mind mm-hmm. your own thing. You're formulating in your mind your response rather than hearing your partner. So if you're formulating and you're not listening, you are missing everything. That's so true. That's true. So we have to stay in the moment. We have to stay in the moment and be able to understand that if I miss this moment, I, I'll be in a bad place. I'll miss something very important mm-hmm. that my partner needs to be able to say. So there are several com- uh, common communication challenges that couples often face in relationships. Yeah. And these challenges can hinder effective communication and lead to misunderstandings and conflicts. Here's some of the most common communication challenges. And if you were with us last week, which uh, last session, which we hope you were, then Mm -hmm. we tapped into poor listening skills. We start talking about that. And a poor listener, you are doing such an injustice to your relationship Mm -hmm. by not listening. Yes. Your partner has something important to say. So many people struggle in that area with that active listening because of poor listening skills. They develop poor habits. I believe this. I believe Mm. you can develop good habits, but I Mm -hmm. believe you also can develop poor habits. Yes, you can. And poor listening skills are the results of poorly Mm -hmm. developed listening habits. Mm -hmm. So, which involves uh, a lack of focus. We have to be fully focused in our listening. And when we're fully focused, you know, we'll be able to get an understanding of what the other person is actually saying. And sometimes we don't get that understanding because we're not fully focused. So instead, individuals and a lot of people may be distracted. Mm -hmm. There are so many distractions. If I ask you right now to list the distractions that could come between you and your partner while you're communicating, the list would probably go on and on and (laughs) on and on because there are many distractions, even down to our loved ones and our kids. Many Mm -hmm. times we may be trying to communicate and it may be the kids at that particular time. Mm -hmm. Love them dearly, but sometimes they can be the distraction. They can be. When we don't need it to be. Interruptions. uh, Jumping to conclusions. Mm -hmm. All these things are things that are poor listening uh, skills, which lead to the miscommunication. And that miscommunication can tear down and erode a relationship really quickly. Mm -hmm. I want to know what you're saying. And a lot of people are picking up that you're not listening Mm -hmm. and it's hurtful. It's harmful. And if that's you today, I think you need to really look yourself in the mirror and address the problem Mm -hmm. and say, I I owe it to my partner to be in the moment with them Mm -hmm. and be able to uh, be a good listener. Yes. Oh, that's good. I like it when you, like I said, jump into conclusions. You know how it is. We, we think we know, Mm -hmm. So we're going to jump to conclusion or form our own conclusion. I like that. And interrupt. That's common. It's so common where people interrupt one another 
all the time. Yes. And it, and even it's not only when they're having an argument. They do it in good conversations. Yeah. So if you find yourself mm. in, in doing it in a good conversation where you are constantly interrupting your spouse, I can just imagine what, how you perform when you guys are in a disagreement. So start there. Pay attention there. Are you interrupting your spouse? So the next is lack of clarity and directness. Sometimes individuals may not express their thoughts and feelings clearly. You know, we talked about this the last episode. You know, um, we just don't clearly say what's on our heart and what's on our mind. So a lot of times we are beating around the bush. And when you beat around the bush and you don't say what's really going on, you know, it leads to confusion and misinterpretation because it makes the other person, it causes so much confusion because they're trying to figure out what you're saying. Yeah. And so it then because they're trying to figure out what you're saying, they can come to the wrong conclusion and it leads to confusion and then that misinterpretation. And that's where you don't want to be. This vague or indirect communication can create misunderstandings and frustration because you, you have to be able to say what you mean yes. and and um, and what you feel. You have to be able to express it and not go around the bush. That's right. We talked about last, um, you know, session about how that indirect communicator can frustrate that direct communicator. So then how about emotional reactivity? There are some people that communicate mm. and that emotional reactivity, uh, strong emotions can make uh, communication challenging. Mm -hmm. You may be living with a person that is strong, you know, has has strong attachment to their emotions. Mm -hmm. And when an individual, when that individual becomes defensive or they become angry or they become overwhelmed or feel overwhelmed, you may not be the source of the overwhelm, mm. but you're going to feel the brunt of you're what they're feel. going through. You're going to feel it. Because that emotional uh, uh, overload is going to spill over to you mm -hmm. because they're not going to always express it in words. Sometimes it's going to be body language and mm -hmm. that overwhelm is coming up and it can hinder effective communication and escalate more conflicts. Mm -hmm. If you think you had some conflict, get involved with an emotional reactive type person wow. and you can have even more conflict. God, that's the truth right there. Mm -hmm. Woo, that right there. That's some that's a sailor moment. There's some of you be like, oh yeah, that's it right there. Mm -hmm. How about nonverbal cues? And this is the body language. We talked about that in the last episode and how important is some people only hear through that. Yeah. And so with this nonverbal and then body language means that sometimes we are misinterpreting nonverbal cues such as the facial expression. Sometimes ain't nothing really going on. My nose could be itching, so I have my nose turned up. You thinking I've got my nose turned up from you. And so it, uh, there is automatically a misinterpretation. So that is so important that we understand that, right? So the and your facial expression, your tone of your voice. Sometimes you might have had you're ready to cough and you say something and it gave a high pitch mm -hmm. and to make your partner think that you know you done shifted the conversation. Yeah. So these things are important and different interpretation of these um, these cues can lead to misunderstanding and miscommunication. So sometimes the things that you may be looking at we can't communicate is really how are we communicating? That is so true. Somebody needs to just take a moment again and say, wow, 
Let me think for a moment. That could be us or that could be me. How about assumptions and mind reading? Making assumptions about what the other person is actually thinking or feeling. How many times have you done that? Just made an assumption but found out you were wrong. Making assumptions about what they're thinking, what they're feeling without seeking clarification. Mm -hmm. It is nothing like asking a person, um, is this, you know, if what if what I'm feeling, is this true or is it just me assuming? Assuming. So sometimes we make assumptions and think we can read minds Mm. and we can wind up totally, totally wrong. So without seeking clarification, you can uh, put your relationship at risk. Yes. And it can lead to misunderstandings and more misunderstandings. And something about misunderstandings is once they start to compile and compile and Mm. add up one to another, all you see is misunderstandings. Everything looks like a misunderstanding. Everything looks like a misunderstanding. We can't even agree about dinner. We can't agree about agreeing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So mind reading often leads to miscommunication and missed opportunities for understanding. It is not your place to read your person's mind because a lot of times, again, we've said it before, that goes into premeditated thoughts about mm-hmm. I know what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. I know what, and you could be totally wrong. So that's why you stop at every given situation and get c- clarification. Yes. Because you don't want to be the one assuming and trying to read oh, your partner's Oh, don't do that. Mind. You know, I always say you take the first three letters of assumption, oh, of assume. And we know and how to spell it. Yes, Lord. So you need to make sure that we are not assuming. The, um, the number six is differences in communication styles. Just like we taught last in the last episode, there are different styles of communication. And each person has their own preferred communication style. So which may clash. It may clash with their, their partner. It may clash with you. You know, so one person may prefer to talk things out immediately while the other needs time to process before discussing. It is their preference. So the one thing you can do is give your partner grace. If your partner needs a couple minutes to process, then favor them with that because mm-hmm. you'd rather them process it and come to the right assumption. Mm-hmm. you rather them process it and be able to have this effective way to communicate with you than for them not to process it and they just come out the gate. That's true. So it's sometimes, it, you know, and, and then I agree this because sometimes we have to help couples with this, that if your partner needs an answer now and you need to process, don't spend all night processing. Mm-hmm. D- don't do that to your partner. Don't that's don't even, don't do that because do th- that's, th- mm-hmm. let's talk about some honor and some respect here, mm-hmm. because if your partner is, needs to talk it out now. And you need to process it. So we need to respect each other's preferences. And that means that, okay, I'm going to give you time. Don't take all day. Give yourself 30 minutes to an hour and come back and have that conversation. Do not leave your Mm. partner hanging. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because then it's going to build up. Wow. And build up. Yes. And build up. It's not so be good. don't do that. Understand that you both have different communication styles. But just because they're different does not mean we cannot reason. Mm-hmm. That means that I have to honor yours and you have to honor mine and we got to come in the middle and agree. Yeah, and that's a good segue right into our next one communication overload or underload. Mm. 
because, you know, sometimes, like you said, we people want to have those communications. Some wants to have it right now and some wants want to wait two days and come back to the conversation. It is not fair. Or don't come back. Or never return back to the conversation. So it is not fair. So when we talk about communication overload or underload, that's a challenge. Communication challenges can arise when there is an imbalance in the amount, watch this, or frequency of the communication. Yes. In the amount or frequency. One person may need more information and communication in the amount at that particular, in the given, like particular time. The other person may not need as much. Mm. So overloading a partner with excessive information or underloading, not mm-hmm. giving enough information, mm-hmm. insufficient information can put a strain on relationships. So you you want to make sure you have that correct balance in your relationship. You do. What does your partner need? What do you need? Mm-hmm. We need to be able to have conflict resolution and problem solving and good communication. I cannot take two weeks and say, I'll get back to you. Mm -hmm. And you cannot pressure me right here and now to say something that I haven't thought about and I haven't put uh, a wisdom to. So we need to come to that balance of what it's going to take so that we won't have communication overload or Mm. communication underload. Oh, that's some good stuff right there. We know you got something right there. If you didn't get anything else, you just got something in the last three minutes that can change the trajectory of your communication in your relationship. So how about um, number eight, past baggage and triggers. Lord have mercy. Mm. Past experiences and unresolved conflicts can influence your communication. Triggers from previous relationships. Let me say that again. Triggers Mm -hmm. from previous relationships or your personal history may cause defensive reactions or emotional shutdown. This will then hinder effective communication. Let me say that again, because that's more, um, noteworthy of repeating. Yes. Triggers from your previous relationships. That means something occurred in your pre- a previous relationship that may have caused you some emotional breakdown, mm-hmm. that may have caused you to um, go through some emotional trauma. And those same triggers, something that resembles that can trigger you to bring those same feelings. That's triggers from your past relationship. It could be your personal history. Something in your personal history can be a trigger in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Your, you know, because your history and when it triggers, it makes you automatically becomes defensive. Yeah. So if you are the other hand of this thing and you're watching your partner constantly get triggered and you're trying to figure out why did they just go off the um off the handle why they just like shooting out bullets like that it's because they were triggered and so it is important for you to know where the trigger is stemming from because if you poke the bear the bear will wake up so make sure you understand the trauma that your spouse may have um, encountered you Mm -hmm. understand that their history where they come from so that you can make sure that you don't have them to go and auto shut down because they don't know what to do with it. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. 
I, I, I believe this, not understanding and having a working knowledge of your partner's triggers leads you to not being sympathetic towards them, mm-hmm. but it also leads you to not being empathetic yes, it does. and have empathy towards them. So lack of empathy and understanding when individuals fail uh, to empathize with their partner's perspective and understand their feelings and needs, it can create communication barriers. And, you know, people don't understand empathy says it, it goes beyond my selfishness. Yes. It goes beyond just me looking at my perspective. Mm-hmm. It goes beyond just me in my four walls being boxed in and not put myself out there to actually say, uh, let me try and relate to how he's feeling or mm-hmm. she's feeling. So that lack of empathy will keep you caged in and keep you and create barriers in the relationship. So the lack of empathy leads to an invalidation and disconnection. What does it mean? That is such a huge word. If my partner or if I do not feel validated, I will struggle to be uh, uh, give you my my attention. I will struggle to uh, be transparent with you. I will struggle to be vulnerable with you mm-hmm. because everybody in a relationship needs to feel that validation. They do because that's the way that connection continues. Mm-hmm. If I don't feel uh, validated, a lot of times people will disconnect. Yes, they will. So that is really That's, important. It's, it's an automatic disconnect. Mm-hmm. And you know, and our number 10 is the distractions in technology. We live in it. We know how we live in it, in the digital age. Let me tell you, babies coming out the womb, knowing how to work uh, technology. Mm-hmm. They true. coming out, they can work <laughs> an iPad. That is they true. can work anything, a phone. They yes. come out, they are coming out with this, and they are at digital age babies. Yes. So imagine that they grow up to be adults. And that digital age, what it does, it causes distractions. We have distractors, whether it's our smartphone. The smarter they make the phone, the more we disconnect. Yeah. The smarter they make the phone, the more we disconnect. And we need to look at that because when we stop connecting, you know, personally and naturally, and everything, if we got to, every time I want to talk to my husband, I got to send him a text message. And he in the same house. Mm-hmm. If every time I just got to call me and he in the same house, because we don't know how to connect except for when somebody wants to uh, make love. Yeah. We have to be able to connect every day. And this um, technology and the distractions that come, our social media, man, we've mm-hmm. seen so many couples that they have had breakups yes. because of social media yes. and other technology. This can hinder you from being focused and having a meaningful conversation because sometimes you just need to put the phone down. We go out to dinner and we see couples sitting across the table and both of them have their phones up to their face and they both working and nobody looks down and look into the face of the other person. This right here will cause you to not know how to have uninterrupted communication. And all these things, they hinder you from being focused. They hinder you from having meaningful communication (laughs) because it is so important that we all learn to create boundaries and to prioritize quality and uninterrupted communication. Sometimes we just need to talk. 
Yes. And nothing else. We yes. need to hear mm -hmm. and nothing else. We need to just disconnect from everything that's causing us to mm -hmm. be disconnected. Yeah. So this is what we want you to do. And uh, there's too much disconnection. We've got to uh, recognize. I want you to write that word down right there. Recognize. Recognize what? The common uh, communication challenges that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And how they actively are working, you know, on trying to tear down what your relationship looks like. So you've got to actively work to improve your communication skills. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, you can actually connect and overcome some of the obstacles. You can overcome some of the barriers and the, the walls that have been put up. And thereby, you can build a stronger connection. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what it's about. That's, That's why I wanted you is. to write that down. Recognize. Yes. Come on. It's time to open your eyes. It's time to open your ears. It's time to understand that it is time to change that communication style and those challenges that have been keeping you captive too long. Mm -hmm. Open and honest dialogue, active listening, empathy, all of those things we've talked about today, mm -hmm. and a willingness to learn and grow together. You've got to be, yes, you've got to be willing to say, you know what, what I've done in the past has not served us. It has not worked for us. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to grow. I'm willing to go beyond where I've been. And mm. I'm willing to, to learn some things and apply some things. And these things will be essential in addressing the, the challenges uh, of that effective communication. So today is where you put an end to the things that have been going too long, those things that have grown up like weeds, it's time now to pull the weeds up and understand that it's time to recognize the common communication challenges. Yeah, this is so important. And listen, join us. We got to continue this conversation because yes. it ain't over. This is this is join needed. us next week as we continue in part three of this important talk right here. This is important because we're trying to learn how to navigate communication challenges. And, and so, and we are giving you tools, equipping you to how do you do this? So join us next um, week for part three. Part three, that's right. See you then. If you have any questions, please feel free to drop us a message. And as always, please like, subscribe, and share. Again, we want to thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. And like we say every week, please like, subscribe, share. Share this podcast with another couple, another partner who you feel that could benefit from listening to our podcast. We are Mike and Carol Bird, and we are so excited to have you to tune in with us. And if you have a question or you want to comment, or even if it's a conversation you want us to even to expound on, please send us an email at couples, that's what the S on the end, couples at deepenourintimacy.com. That's couples at deepen, D-E-E-P-E-N, ourintimacy.com. See you next time.